Hello, welcome into another episode of From the Nosebleeds. As you can tell, uh, this is not the voice of Seamus Doyle, this is Vince Lobiondo. Seamus uh, couldn't be here today, but uh, Seamus, we send you our love. Instead today, I am joined by my good friend and uh, Col- Clippers fanatic, Colton Legey. Colton, say hello to the people. What's up, everyone? If you guys remember, uh, last, last week I think I mentioned that he was a big Clippers guy. And uh, he reached out to me about coming on the show, and I figured with uh, the monumental, epic collapse of his cl- Clippers, this would be a perfect time. Yep. So, uh, Cole, <laughs> why don't you tell the people a little bit about how you became a Clippers fan? All right, so 2011, Blake Griffin jumped over the Kia. So we were sixth grade, 12, 12 years old. Yeah. And never really watched sports because, I mean, like sports now, I mean, it's easier to watch as kids. You see yeah. workers watch it, but when we were kids, I feel like I didn't watch basketball. I didn't really watch football. But I was watching also weekend with my friends at like a sleepover, and I seen this jumped over a, a Kia, a car. Right, and the Sixers weren't very good at that time, so mm-hmm. if you weren't already a Sixers fan, you probably I, weren't very attracted I to them at the point. We watched basketball, and he jumped over a Kia. I'm like, who is this dude? I'm like, what the? Went home on YouTube, look up his college highlights, Oklahoma. Then we Clipper highlights because that was a rookie year. He did that right. rookie year. So um, ever ever since then, played Griffin shirts, jerseys, posters, and then it just t- tied on with the Clippers. They so got that, hot, and I just became a big fan. So back in 2011 is when you pledged your allegiance to the Clippers. Uh, yep. yep. So obviously the reason I brought you on here was to talk about <laughs> this, but uh, <laughs> I figured first to get out of the way, we would talk about the Eagles <laughs> and uh, how fucking <laughs> horrible they are. Like, So last week – the. It was a sad vibe going on because the Eagles were coming off a loss, and I ended the show by saying hopefully we'd come in on a positive note this week. And uh, I think it's worse. I think th- I think this one was worse. Yeah, that was just rough game. I mean, rough game. I am a big uh, Carson Wentz guy, but I'm going to start right off by saying what the fuck is going on with that dude? I mean, he looked bad, just missing left and right, turning the ball over. What's he? What's he? A four? I think so far this year, two touchdowns. Four picks and two fumbles. Because yeah. he had two yesterday, right? Yeah. It, it's unreal. I mean, and I don't know if you guys saw in the game. He, I feel like he set up Jalen Reger to get murdered like four times, too. Yeah. Just taking huge hits. Uh, the defense was awful. Jim Schwartz got just annihilated. He got annihilated by uh, Sean McVay. Doug Peterson, his play calling just makes no sense. It really doesn't make any sense, and it really hasn't made much sense since Frank Reich left, not to yeah. hop on that bandwagon of people saying that shit, but it, it's it's really not looked that good since then. Like, all offseason, the Eagles are building this roster with speed and talking about how they're going to roll out Carson and put him on the move, and then the season comes around and they don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. seen a deep <laughs> shot taken since week one, really, and they only did that a couple times. And they don't roll Carson out at all. And he's, I'm pretty sure, statistically top three in the NFL when rolled out. And they just don't do it. But, I mean, it's just hard to watch. It is. It is hard. And if Carson has another bad week next week, I mean, it's only a matter of time before this city is going to be calling for Hurts. And I'm not saying I agree with that, but people are already doing it now. It's getting bad. It's getting bad. And this is why I hated the pick. Not first of all, it's a second round pick on a backup QB, which is just awful. But Carson just got free of the Nick Foles controversy. He got that weight lifted off his back, mm-hmm. and then you immediately decide to draft his backup QB in the second round 
the, the following year. Yeah. Like, you're just putting pressure on the dude that you don't need to. Uh, I, I remember you said that when they first drafted him. Yeah. You, we talked about that. The, the Eagles front office just doesn't think with their head. I mean, look at – their drafting is just bad. I mean, look at J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. I saw a stat today. Hold on, I'm going to pull it up. I, I screenshotted this because this is how yeah. funny this, uh, this stat is. There we go. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside has failed to record a catch in 11 of his 19 career games. He has not a single catch this year. <laughs> Last night, um, DK Metcalf, I'm pretty sure, like had better, had more yards and touchdowns than JJ Arcega Whiteside's had in his whole career. D- you said DK Metcalf. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's an animal. D- DK yeah. Metcalf. Uh, the Eagles decided to pass on him because uh, his route running wasn't perfect, and we instead take Arcega Whiteside, who was clearly inferior to DK Metcalf in yeah. college in just about every single way. Mm-hmm. It, it just our front office blows my mind. But uh it next just, week we got Cincinnati coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh Joe Burrow coming off a Thursday night football game where he threw sixty one times. As a rookie, that's like usually teams don't give you that much uh, control as a rookie, mm-hmm. sixty one's a lot. I mean, he's a real deal. Yeah, I, I think, think he's, he's a real deal. I think he's going to be really legit. Um, I I can't even like predict if we're going to win this game because at this point it's such a toss up. Might be close. I mean, it I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Eagles will win because I'm a I'm I a t- fucking yeah. I'm a biased Eagles fan. And it, I don't know. I just feel like we 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 could win if, if we start zero and three. It's going to be panic, yeah. panic time, oh, yeah. big time. Yeah, especially oh, yeah. because you know we can always fall back on our division being bad. But uh, if you watched, if you saw yesterday, which I'm sure everyone did, the uh, Cowboys had a comeback on the Falcons yep. of all teams, right? Because they yep. never blow leads. Um, <laughs> the, I can't talk on the, that. The, the, I'm allowed to talk. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the onside kick uh, might have been the single most confusing play I have ever ever watched. They just let the ball roll. So I yeah, I saw it live and I couldn't really tell what happened at first. But then you watch the replay and four players on the Falcons stood there, stared at the ball mm-hmm. and made no effort yeah. to touch it. I I don't know if they forgot the <clears throat> rule. Like did they think that they also couldn't touch the ball before it goes 10 yards? Yeah. Because You're only right. the kicking team has to wait till it goes 10 yards. And, they and all the Falcons, the right. They walked along. It looked like the all ball. the Falcons players were waiting for <laughs> the ball to reach 10 yards before they touched it. It's yeah. like, dude, you don't need to wait. Yeah. Get on the ball and then they dude. they end up losing, which sucks. But uh, at least the rest of our division is trash, so uh, we always have a little leeway with these slow starts. Yeah. But uh, I just feel like I don't know. Back to that kick. Cause I'm a kicker, and yeah. I've kicked onside kicks before, like practice, and that. Greg Zerline, I think he's one of the best kickers in the league. But like that onside kick, it wasn't like he it, could do better. It wasn't, it wasn't like, like a crazy good onside kick. Like I mean, Akers, the, the Falcons should have been all over it. Yeah. There slow was rolling. And yeah. I was like, I was like, damn, they're just gonna let that. Yeah. No bounce or anything. Like mm-hmm. the Falcons should have been all over that. But I, I don't know what is wrong with that team. When it comes to blowing that leads again, but uh, rough man. I, one thing I was surprised about with the Eagles that was a positive, I guess, was that Carson Wentz was not sacked at all. Yeah, and the run game looked pretty good with Miles Sanders back. Mm-hmm. But uh, last week's show, I was real nervous about Aaron Donald coming in and playing against yeah. this O line. I thought he was going to eat Carson Wentz alive. I was nervous about that, dude. Not he thought was, he was going to hurt. Our line out. actually handled themselves pretty well. This one really just falls on Carson and Doug, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So well, I was watching. Um, First take, Dan Orlovsky, Dan Orlovsky, you know his name. Yeah, Dan Orlovsky. Um, Max Carman, Stephen A. Smith, they're talking about Wentz. And um, Stephen A., or no, Max Carman said that he's hearing reports, 
like close to the Eagles locker room saying that like Wentz is changing plays. Like Doug's saying one thing, Cardin's on the field changing it. So playing not well, if that's the case, they need to get on the same page, dude. Yeah. It's it's to the point where this is our franchise QB and a Super Bowl winning coach. You need to get on the same page. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw a stat that in since 2018, when Carson plays, Doug and Carson are 14 and 15. That's mm-hmm. the record. Yeah, that's unacceptable. It's not good. Not uh, good enough. You need to be better than that. You need to get on the same page. And it's like it's simple as this, man. If we continue down the road of this bad year that we have started on, you're looking at you need to decide, like, is it Howie, is it Doug, or is it Carson? Who's the yeah. problem? Someone's yeah. got to go. I mean, right now, I'd lean into Howie. I think Howie Roseman can't draft yeah. for shit. Bad, man. He's, I guess he's good at handling the cap. Like, people always say that's his uh, his strong suit. But if you really, like, look at the contracts and the extensions he hands out, he kind of just puts off paying people and, like, eventually you have to, like, you're going to, he's just throwing money in the future. It's like, you're going to have to pay that money eventually. Yeah. So, like, I say he's the problem, but, I mean, Carson's not, I just, as a as a guy who's firmly on the Wentz wagon, he's yeah. not helping, he's not giving like, his supporters any ammo here. I, I'm on the Wentz wagon. I love Wentz. Right. Um, I think these two games are definitely his fault. I think they just yeah. on his shoulders, but I feel like, I'm, I'm on Twitter seeing it. I feel like one Eagles page I followed, they're blaming everyone else but Wentz. So I they're think saying, I, yeah, like, I saw what you're talking about. I just feel about. like so many people are on this, like, they just, like, think it's 17 Wentz, you know, yeah. Super Bowl year Wentz. Yeah. I think they have to realize, like, you know, he's, I don't think he's like, he's right. not like that right now. The not people in this city are so one uh, way or the other. Biased. It's either, biased. it's either you have one group of people that are all the way, like, I yeah. hate Wentz, get Wentz out. Yeah. And then there's people on the far opposite end, yeah, Wentz yeah, can yeah. do no wrong. Mm-hmm. We need more mm-hmm. people in the middle. Like, I'm a Carson Wentz fan, but I'm, I like at him. the end of the day, I'm an Eagles fan, and I want whatever is going to give the Eagles the best chance yeah, to win. Yeah, I agree. And Carson, I think Carson's a lot more to blame for this week than last week. Last week, he was getting, oh, yeah, he was getting yeah, yeah. eaten up by the, the D-line. This week, he has no excuses. He just sailed the ball. Mm-hmm. He was sailing the ball over people's heads left and right, and... I mean, that fucking interception killed oh, dude, the game. It, oh, in the end zone? Yeah. We oh, were yeah, in the midst of a comeback. All the momentum was on our side. And then one of the most perplexing plays I've ever seen Carson Wentz make, he throws into double coverage yeah. to fucking J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, who we just you know shit all over, so let's keep that train rolling. Mm-hmm. That dude stinks. Throwing into yeah, double dude, coverage to him is never going to result in a positive. No ever and it was first down why are yeah. you taking that shot on first down it's not like this was a shot where someone was open yeah. or it was a good receiver you literally threw to right. a receiver that has not caught a single pass this year in double coverage on first down and he makes that throw and then i believe so there's a picture on twitter he had got or got or Ertz yeah, wide uh, open yeah was yeah i saw that play also he, i think he, that was a different i think Ertz. it was Ertz, Ertz and it was yeah. yeah another play he completely missed him he makes that play to um, or say which side, but I, I don't know. It's just he, he had a, he's having a lot of mental lapses between, like you said, not making proper reads down the field, not, yeah. which that would have been a touchdown easily, hundred percent, hundred percent, and making a poor decision like throwing the J jaw in double coverage yeah. on first down in the midst of our comeback. 
I mean, it was one of them games where we started off, and what was it, like the first or second play was a fumble by Miles Sanders. So mm-hmm. I, I was like, yep. it's going to be a long fucking day. And, I mean, we made we made Jared Goff look like prime Tom Brady out there. I mean, he was <laughs> shitting all over the Eagles' defense. I mean, Jim Schwartz got completely and utterly outclassed. And this group of linebackers on the Eagles, dude, yeah, they are so bad, it's not even funny. If I had to blame two people, two players, let's leave the coaches out of it. If I had to blame two players, one on offense, one on defense, easily Wentz and Nate Gary. Nate Gary is one of the worst fucking linebackers I've ever Shit. seen in my life. <laughs> and it doesn't help that uh, we got LJ Fort over in uh, Baltimore who the Eagles cut, and he's now like having – He's he's on the verge of having back to back great seasons. That defense is crazy, yeah. man. And we that let him go so we can keep assholes like Nate Gary <laughs> who can't play. Like yeah. they simply can't. He can't tackle. Right. No one in this linebacking core can tackle. They can't <laughs> cover anyone. Tyler Higby went for three <laughs> fucking touchdowns. Yeah, that's rough, dude. I mean, Tyler I had him on my fantasy bro. team, so I mean, I guess there's a silver lining in there. Yeah, but still, man. But I'd, I'd rather Higby, I'd rather him score zero points if it means the Eagles win. Yeah, but Higby three touchdowns like that's unacceptable. It's unacceptable, dude. He's He's not fucking Travis Kelsey. Yeah. He's literally a slightly above average tight end. Yeah, and he got just three torching our tight ends all day long. Awful. Yeah. So I mean, there's a whole lot of blame to go after the Eagles, and there I have no reason to be optimistic. Like, and I'm trying to keep yeah. a happy, like a happy head, because Wentz came out and said, "No need to worry." You know, he said we're good. I mean, of course he says yeah, that. Yeah, but I feel he, he's almost he's also just saying that so people won't worry. But like. Like Steve Dexpitz said, he was like, brother, we ha- you have to worry. People are worried right. about you. I would also love to be more like optimistic, but like the Eagles' schedule coming up is mm. is not is not favorable. What are the next couple? I know we got they Cincinnati. play the Bengals. All right, that should they play should the be. Bengals, the 49ers, oh, the great. Steelers, the Ravens in their next <laughs> in their next four. Like, oh god. I don't know. What do you see there? I see maybe a win against the Bengals. Like I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna predict the Eagles to win that game. I would bet on it. But then. I mean, the Niners did just get like extreme. That's another thing we got to talk about, dude. The the amount of injuries that oh happened my yesterday, God, dude, my unreal. Heart, my heart's broken for those dudes. I mean, that Saquon, uh, Christian McCaffrey. I have, I have McCaffrey and fantasy. Yeah, I have both of them on different teams, but those two. Uh, then you look at the Niners, Garoppolo, uh, Mostert. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There were so many names that got injured yesterday. Uh, Cortland Sutton. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, but like. Osa. Yeah, Bosa towards ACL. That's big, like, dude, that's a big loss for their defense. A lot, a big lot. Of, I don't think defense. I've ever seen a day quite like yesterday with the amount of injuries. It was insane. So I guess now that that happened, maybe the 49ers game is a win without Garoppolo and without yeah, Mostert. Yeah. I mean, who were they going to have at QB? I don't even know who their backup is. So See, actually, we it should be a win. But yeah. So like I'm saying, yeah. I don't want to say like these should be wins because like I'm we should beat the Bengals, but you're right. I might start Joe Burrow on fantasy because right. he might light us up. I'm not confident against the Steelers and the Ravens. I mean, it, unless Carson really improves, and what I'm hoping is that it's just been the rust of not having like a real pre no preseason, yeah, exactly, not yeah. having a real That's camp. I'm, thinking, yeah. I'm really hoping that these first two games are just kind of him getting his feet under him and shaking the dust off. Mm-hmm. Because if he doesn't improve, dude. The 49ers' offense might have gotten banged up, but they still have a great defense. Yeah. And the Steelers' defense is probably the best defense, the best right defense in the league. They are, they are going not, to, opinion, yeah. if Carson is still playing like this by the time we get there, they're going to eat him alive. And same with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Their and defense is second best to me. Do we, do we believe that this Eagles' defense, the way they just played and the way they are coached, is going to be able to keep up with the Ravens' offense? Are they going to be able to keep up with Joe Burrow? 
Right. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm worried about Joe Burrow, let alone yeah. the reading MVP That's of the what league. I'm saying, dude, and like so, I mean, again, I don't want to be overly pessimistic. Right. Same here. Same here. There's not a lot to look forward to right now. Hopefully, they come out and they shake this rust off next week. Like, the Bengals, I know I'm saying I'm scared of them or whatever, but let's be real. Like, they aren't. They shouldn't be really a good team. I mean, Joe Burrow is good, and I think I'm he's real. I'm starting with fantasy. I'm going to put him. I got him in Rodgers, but bro, I, might put, I might put Burrow in just I, it's a 50-50 shot. But <laughs> I might do it, man. I, I want to see, like, an Eagles. Like, I want to see a big win, man. Like We need it. I, like I, I'll take any win on it, honestly. Like I just want to win, but I would love to see like a good, solid, like not in doubt win. Like a big blowout. Which seems like blowout. to never happen for the Eagles ever. Not since Super Bowl year. Ever. Not since Super Bowl year. But so I mean, I'm gonna take the Eagles. Uh, yeah, if I had to put I'd a score them. on it, I'd probably go maybe maybe 24 to 10. I could. That'd be. I'll put that prediction on it. Why not? I'm gonna like I got nothing to lose. I like. 31. I don't know if I like the Eagles to score 30 yeah. points. There's no, I might go 24 17. Okay. 24, I can respect 17. that. I, I think Barrel, a, Barrel's going to do his thing. A little bit of a closer game. Yeah, I think it'll be 24 17. Just because, I don't know. Just, like Joe Burrow, I see what he's doing now. Like, he's, it means he lost, but he looks pretty good. He looks solid. Right. Like, and I'm a little nervous because th- this could be his, I don't want to be his first win. Like, right. I, feel like it, I feel like it might happen, but it's, it's you know, his first one's coming, dude, and he's going to, I think he's the truth. I was in a whole argument in a, one of my group chats about football where I said I think that Joe Burrow will be a more successful pro quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. And people acted like I was crazy. Oh, my God. Joe Burrow's way over Lawrence. I th- Trevor La- Are you kidding me? Trevor Lawrence is great and everything. Yeah. But Joe Burrow is coming off a year in college, better than any year that Lawrence has ever had. And he's already looking pretty sharp in the pros. Mm-hmm. And the, these, the people that I was arguing with kept telling me that Lawrence will be better because one of the, one of the reasons why is because he's taller. Being tall as Drew a quarterback it doesn't matter anymore. Two Brees, Russell Wilson. The two best QBs in the league are Russell Wilson and yeah. Patrick Mahomes, and neither of them are really yeah, tall. Hunt's Even cool. Lamar's not tall, and Joe Burrow is taller than all of them. He's six six, or no, he's six four, and Lawrence is six six. Mm-hmm. Does two inches really make no. that much of a difference? No, it's come on. I'm sorry, but I yeah I don't buy into that at all. Being tall as a quarterback is Dude, it's kind of irrelevant now. Joe, Joe Burrow is also coming off of one of the best college careers ever. Yeah, like, I, the one year, yeah. I mean, his not cr- ever. But his you know what I mean? No, the, best season I'd ever, say his I mean, yeah last season was the best college season ever. Yeah, I, I think. Meant, see, I, meant season, I mean, yeah. he had 60 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, won the Heisman, and won the mm-hmm. the chip. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other ones I can think of that would come closer, like Cam. He's he yeah. is out there, and there's yeah. a couple others. Vince but Young, Vince Young, yeah, Vince that Young. was that was yeah, such a historic yeah. uh, end of that game that he's got to be up there. But like overall career, yeah, he had like a weird. Earl was 23 for most of that too, so yeah, he's got like three years on most people. Right, it's kind of crazy that last year the Heisman winner was older than the MVP winner. Right, as right. Joe Burrow it's being cra- older yeah, than Lamar. Crazy, yeah. I, I, I forgot about that. But yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's pretty much all I got to talk about football. So, I figure why not get into what we came here to talk about, Cole? Yeah, the, let's the, talk the main about, topic. Let's talk about your Clippers. And, uh, oh, man. Let's, let's, let me just pre- <laughs> preface this with all year long, this dude sitting across from me at this table right now told me 100%, never a doubt, the Clippers were going to win the championship this year. There was no question in his mind. 
And uh, needless to say that uh, we've gotten some arguments about this, and I wanted to bring him on here to talk about it and let it out to the public. Colton, you want to try to defend yourself here? All right. Well, I'll start off by saying that you're not the only person I promised. I promised. <laughs> you promised everyone. Everyone I talked to, I'm like, yo, you could talk talk trash out, but Clippers are getting that ring at the end of this yes. year. Colton was the most confident person I've ever seen. And... You know, he can try to hold it against me that I said the Sixers were going to win, but I'm a we're biased Philly fans. I say that every year I say the Phillies, the Eagles, the Sixers, and the Flyers are all going to win. The Sixers were not but actually – I, did, I yeah. don't think that they were a, a legit contender. Not, like, yeah, not this Especially year. when Ben went out. I knew they were going to lose that – that uh, series. This is one of Colton's main arguments is that he thinks the Sixers embarrassed themselves more than the Clippers did. But here we got to hear me out though. All right, so, all right, going back to this, like you said you're biased Philly uh, Sixers fan going into. You said you're going right. to win it. I'm saying we're going to win it because like we actually should have. Like I'm not going to say should have because Bosley well, didn't deserve to be there. If, you know, if we got three one like that. But I mean. On paper, like before the season start, I talk like that because we, we were the best team in the NBA. Yeah. Paper. Even halfway through the season, we were still the best team. I thought we are better than the Lakers. I still think we're better than the Lakers. But, I mean, the that's, Lakers, that's here or there. But the Lakers might be better sweep the team than just 3-1 <laughs> do. I mean, I'm not going to say they are going to. But yeah. <laughs> who's, who's the third option? On the, on the Lakers? Clippers. On the Clippers? See, it's it was Lou. Now it's... At well... I'd say Morris in the playoffs for the third option. I go Marcus. Morris might be our second option because Paul George was here and there. Paul George stinks in the playoffs, and I've been telling this guy. All right, it doesn't even matter what team he's on; he always shits the bed. He didn't. All right, he had his bad games, obviously, which are bad, especially Game Seven. But I mean, he had thirty points the game, the Game Six, mm-hmm. thirty points. Then he had twenty four before that. He didn't have that bad of a series. It wasn't that bad, and he, he like the reality of the situation is, and. No one wants to, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George shit in their pants in Game Seven, big time. It looked like the Clippers didn't want to be there. They were so demoralized in that Game Seven, like it literally looked like they had lost before See, they before they did. Another, uh, so I'll give you this one. So all year, social media, Clippers media, players, coaches, myself, we've all been saying they're the mentally t- strongest team. And they and we signed Marcus yeah. Morris. We got even more physically tough and mentally tough. I think that was obviously a lie. I don't think they were mentally tough as everyone thought. I thought well, they, they didn't were show in, it in that game seven. Coming into the bubble, um, well, before bubble, we were we won nine out of our last ten. We were hot mentally. We looked mentally strong, physically. We were killing it, dude. And we were blowing teams out. Like with the Rockets, we like destroyed them. The Nuggets, <laughs> I watched right. that. I watched that one out of bar with, with like friends. We killed them easily. And then going into the bubble, all these allegations growing with like Lou Strip Club and. Trez's grandmother passing away, and there's just so much stuff going on. I think all that mental toughness just faded. And then yeah. Paul George um, playing like he did, all that just like all that mental t- like the confidence of it, we got drained. I was gonna say, was I think one of the things that pissed me the most off with the Clippers, like as a team and most people, is a lot of the guys in that team were acting as if like they had already won, and they were so overly cocky. <laughs> You're about Pat no Pat. one on that team has won shit besides Kawhi. <laughs> They test the basketball gods. Like, we the did. whole time. Oh, we right. did. Oh, we the whole we time. All right. So, if I'm gonna lie, all right, I'm not gonna lie. So the game we played the Trailblazers in the bubble, and um, they missed that shot, bro. When 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 they showed Pat Bev, <laughs> boy, that dude, I was on the floor laughing. I thought that was so funny. I I hate. Dude, I despise Patrick Beverly. I know you do. But I mean, like, 
I thought we were that good. Like also, I'm like, basketball guys are gonna touch us. We're good. Like people want us to lose, but like they're gonna have to deal with it. Pat Bev's getting that ring, but they now like all this trash talk is just like I feel like McGregor. Like we talked all this trash before a fight, and then yeah, <laughs> then I want you to explain to me and the people. <laughs> Why you think the Sixers embarrassed themselves All more right. than the Clippers? Okay. All right. You can hear me out. Ready? So, personally, obviously, live in Philadelphia. Clippers fans weird. I get the arguments a lot with Sixers fans. And I, Naturally. I've been promised since June. Since last June. Or, no, no, July. Excuse me, July. When we signed Kawhi and PG. It's going to be Sixers out of the East. Maybe. I, this is, like, all your friends said, too. Maybe, like, Clippers in the, in the finals. But I was promised. Sixers finals. I'm like, all right, we'll see. I don't think so. I think you guys got worse than you did last year. I think Butler, that was your best player. Yeah. And like this year, I think, I mean, you on paper, it got worse in the season. It does look bad too. But I mean, um, so getting swept is bad, right? Getting swept is bad. I it's agree. Bad. It's embarrassing. I mean, I get Ben wasn't there. But I mean, like I've been saying, if he's there, it like, goes maybe another game. You still lose. I maybe th- you win one. I think if Ben was there, we maybe win a game or two. I mean, Tatum and Jalen Brown just killed us because we had no one to defend on the wing. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Ben was a third team All NBA, first team All Defense. He would have made a difference. Yeah, you're right. He would he would have made a little difference, but like I still feel like you lose. But I mean, he's not there. I get like that's the excuse guys are saying oh, we're missing Ben, missing Ben, this that. I mean, four is four L, and then they're your rival team. I mean, dude, they they own Boston owned with the Sixers. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics own the Sixers. Don't and get me wrong. It's not like we didn't embarrass ourselves yeah. by getting furrowed, but the difference between the Sixers and the Clippers in their situation. We were supposed to win. Yeah, we were the we, team favorite. You, I know. you guys were the sweetheart of the media. The no, favorite, sweetheart. The, oh, stop. The media. We were the. We, we were the we, hated. Everyone else hated you guys, but the media loved hyping you up. No. Which, don't get me wrong. You deserved it because you were stacked. But you guys were the favorite in every game in that series. Favorite in the series and healthy. The Sixers. Every Sixers fan, including me, accepted defeat before the Celtics series started. Weak. You guys are weak. That's weak-minded, with no, bro. With no Ben. Dude, last year, before we had Kawhi and PG, you can ask anyone. I went out to a bar that night when we were playing the Warriors. I think it was game six we lost. I had Clippers hat, socks, jersey, undershirt. I had yeah, everything. We, I was rocking with the dude. I, ga- I think we're always going to win. Game Game six, Flyers versus Islanders. We went out to a bar. Oh, this me, was rough. Colton, this and our was, friend Christian. This was rough. We went out to a bar that night, and... We didn't. He wanted to go out to watch the Clippers game, which was also <laughs> on at the same time. So, rough, so we yeah. get to this bar and it, bar slash restaurant. <laughs> we get a seat. Every fucking TV in the house is clearly watching the Game <laughs> Six overtime playoff hockey game, and this dude is like, "Oh my god, the, I want to watch the Clippers game. I want to whatever." And he he goes to one of the bar backs. <laughs> And, yeah. and you say, what, uh, I oh, said, this I, game's over, can you put on the Clippers game? And he goes, no one gives a fuck about the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, he said that to me with a straight face. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm a customer. customer customer's <laughs> always right. Put the, put the damn game yeah, on. Yeah, but my, my thinking again was, what would have happened if someone, if, <laughs> what would imagine if they would have changed one of the channels <laughs> oh, and God. someone was like, yo, who the fuck put the Clippers game on? And they'll take one look around and they see the asshole in the Kawhi jersey with the Clippers hat. <laughs> and socks. <laughs> right. They, they, oh, I wonder who put that game Especially on. Especially in Philly, Mike. And they're losing. And they lost. I, I've been bad. Yeah, but I think that the the I mean, only th- how many is it? Only thirteen teams ever have blown a three one lead. <laughs> we're, you guys we're, have to do a short list. We did it twice. Yeah. Oh, all right. So back to that argument. So, like three one is bad. Oh, do, do you say something? I was going to say Josh Smith, Corey Brewer. Uh, yeah. I don't know who they are. 
Don't know who they are. 2015. <laughs> Josh Smith would be a beast in today's NBA. I don't recall. Dude, Josh Smith was like calling out. He called Doc Rivers a bum on Instagram. Doc Rivers is blown. <laughs> hasn't Doc Rivers blown a three one lead? Like, that was yeah. one of the games. Three times. He did it three times. Three times. Yeah. That's three times. insane. With the Magic, right? Orlando? Yeah. Yeah, With he was on Magic. Clippers 15 against the Rockets and uh, Clippers uh, Nuggets. But, That's um, insane. It, all right, getting through when it hurts, right? But, um,. Like this one, I'm taking a lot better. Like a three-one loss, and I then I took it back, 2015 because that was like the first time it happened. So that hurt more. And then You're I had to go used in. To it now, I had huh? to go in the school the next day, and like everyone was just killing me. Everyone was just like it was, it was like on Mother's Day. Remember, I was out to eat on Mother's Day, had my Clipper stuff on, whatever you know. But um, and I watched it. It was a, it was a closer game, I believe, <clears throat> somewhat. But that one hurt more almost. Well, you know, I'm not gonna say it hurt more because this one, because. We were supposed. All right, so we were supposed to win. You guys were the favorites. But just, co- just say it. My 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 argument is that um, people are like coming. You know, I think media is backtracking in a way. All the big time press and like you guys like because all you're like probably gonna be Clippers in the finals, Commerce finals. You're like hyping it up, and then when we lose, everyone's like, "Oh, they choked, they choked." I'm like, but the same people are saying we choked. Are same people who are saying we're gonna win. So it doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean. According to Vegas, I'm pretty sure coming into the season, you guys were the betting favorites. We were. No, we were. The, the day we signed Kawhi and PJ, we were. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean our, we didn't hype up, The Clippers were out there saying we're going to win it all. I mean, they acted like it, but they never said it. I mean, the Clippers were cocky. I mean, <laughs> as a LeBron fan, I'm going to come out and say, I mean, the Lakers were cool, calm, and collected. And look, they're oh, the ones stop. that made it there. Oh, stop. They're the ones that made it. Stop. That drama do you, queen. Do you guys win game one if uh, KP doesn't get ejected? Right. That whole that seri- was crazy. That whole Maverick series could have been that different if was crazy. If Porzingis yeah. doesn't get hurt. I mean, well, hurt will thrown out. Oh, thrown out. Yeah, hurt, sorry. Yeah. But uh, at first I thought you meant KCP on the Lakers. I was like, no, wait, no, I was like, no. wait, I was at uh, no, KCP. Yeah, he's no, K- no. Um, this is not directed towards you. This oh, is know, more yeah. <laughs> like how they've acted. Yeah. Now that was close. We won that. Paul George had that late three dagger. Yeah. Remember, I was texting you talking trash. I was like, stop talking about my guy. Yeah, I remember we were out watching the game where Luka hit that game, that shot. That was insane. Uh, that was... I got a lot of texts from that. People love that shot, dude. I mean, it also doesn't look... Look how look at your team, the way they talk the shit, too. I mean, look at Trez to Luka, what he says. And then yeah. in the last series, fucking... Uh, <laughs> when you guys are up 3-1, up 16, whatever, Marcus Morris is in some in Paul Millsot's face like you're about to go the fuck home or I whatever. Mean, can you... I mean, like... I'm not saying that, It's just funny looking it, back it, it, It's funny looking back on it, right? And... Did he say that or not? I mean, there's no proof he said it. Paul Millsap could have come out and just lies. I mean, I feel like he probably said it. It's Marcus Morris. It's Marcus Morris. But He's I mean, He talks a lot of like, shit. <laughs> can you blame him? It's game, you're up 3-1, 16-point game. That should be it. Yeah. So he has, he's mentally thinking, this game's done. This, this dude's going home. He said it. Looking back, it's bad. But I mean, I can't blame him for saying it. I mean, I'd probably say it too if I was an argument paper. You're about to get home. Something about the, like, <laughs> the Clippers' only personality was like being caught. Bad. We were like, the bad guys. Cause let's we were, we were the let's be honest here. Kawhi is like the best player in the team. He has n- zero personality. I don't yeah. even really associate him with the rest of the team. He's a fun guy because of how little personality he has. He's a fun guy. The <laughs> only the only people <laughs> with any personality on the team were a bunch of dudes that have never won. Kawhi was the quiet one who remained humble. He was the only one that's ever been a winner. Paul George has been a career loser. Uh, but he has. He wasn't out there talking. All right. Well, the Blazers. I guess he was talking a little smack. But throughout I, the season, that's when I really cemented my hatred for them. I was like, they're really going to talk shit on Dame like that. Like every players in the NBA, or pretty much players in any sport, can't win when it comes to the whole ring chasing argument. Yeah. And I go back to this. I started 
realizing this when Mike Trout signed a big deal with the Angels and people said, oh, he cares more about money than like his legacy and getting a ring. So those same people would say, imagine if Mike Trout, I know I'm switching sports, but it's just to make an analogy. Yeah, imagine yeah. if Mike Trout would have taken less money to sign with the Yankees. Those same people would have been saying, oh, he's a ring chaser. He's yeah. chasing a ring. So like, what do you what do you want? Do you want a guy that stays on a team and is loyal to them and gets paid even though it's not that good of a team? Or do you want the players to go take less money to go to a already established team and ring chase well so like dame said um he called chump, he called like paul george a chump because he left he requested to leave to get traded from yeah. OKC. he was going home though he's from california he's this is his home so he just wanted to go home it's just like lebron he wanted to go home and get a ring he did it yeah i mean how far away are we from a league where it's just uh how many teams are in the NBA? 30? Yeah. How, how far away are we from it just being 15 teams in LA and 15 teams in New York? I mean, it just seems like every fucking athlete wants to live in Los Angeles. Yeah. It, I mean, can you blame them? I, I mean, can't blame the weather, them. But, like, the money opportunities. Like, look, at, look at Giannis, dude. Like, Milwaukee... Milwaukee's going to lose Giannis in a year. Let's just be. I let's just call done. it what it is. He's easily even. Small market teams, it's impossible for them to retain yeah. these big players. Like, it really is. not true. Like, can you think of, like... Star players that Damian Lillard, da- Dame is the one. I will Russell I, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, majority. Russell of Westbrook career. left Russell, and went to yeah. Houston. Houston's a big market. They traded him. Yeah, but they he, knew the writing was on the wall, yeah. and he, he was there for majority yeah. of his career. They Not, were. They was, they knew he wasn't going to win there, and they traded him. Right. Okay, I can respect that. But I mean, the small market argument is invalid in the internet age. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. you can watch any game at any point now. Like Giannis has commercials. It's like, just about where they want to live. Like they, it just seems like they all want to live in LA. Well, I it's mean, like, dude, you they live all there do in the, the off, I know in the off season. In Paul George's case, I mean, him and Kawhi obviously were talking behind the scenes. Yeah, and um, do you, I don't I don't think Paul George requests the trade in, until Kawhi said if you could get Paul George to Clippers, I'm signing. Right. Cool. So that's why they did it. Big question for you, I have right now is uh, Kawhi and Paul George both have opt-outs in their contract after next season yes if they don't win there's <laughs> a very big possibility i keep hearing that this one of them could opt out and if one could opt out i could see the other one and the clippers traded just about every first round pick they have for the next seven years right to acquire paul george right. what's your thinking on what could possibly happen in that scenario so um i think obviously the one who would opt out who everyone thinks is going to opt out first would probably be Kawhi. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because it seems like Paul George, because Kawhi don't talk to media, but you're seeing Paul George sound very optimistic. He's talking to the you know, to the team in the locker room, which I know you're going to bring up, and he's trying to be yeah. optimistic about <laughs> next year. But um, I feel like we're not going to worry about that because I think next year they're going to get farther. I feel like now that they got this experience, because they, they only played 18 games healthy. Like yeah. this team and well, the thing is, Kawhi, and this is another thing I have against the Clippers and one of the arguments you made. Kawhi apparently load manages all season so he can be ready for the playoffs, yet reports came out that the Clippers' whole team was fatigued and struggling to play longer than three-minute stints. It's I don't, like, yeah, I don't think that was point? Kawhi. That wasn't Kawhi. I, I think it was probably Lou and Trez. I think they were the cases and head cases in that series. But is this Kawhi's last year on his contract? Uh, he has an opt-out after next year. Get dark so, does, so does Paul George. They both have opt-outs after the 2021 Ooh, season. Oh, boy. 
It's interesting. It's to him. Good luck. And again, if yeah. they, if, if, <laughs> if either one chooses to leave, they traded almost every first they, round their pick. Their team is now in OKC. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much, you got. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I, the, the report that uh, Colton was referring to that was tweeted just a little bit before we got in here for the show. Like they couldn't wait uh, another couple hours. <laughs> according to Sham Sharania, after the Game Seven loss, Paul George had a speech that all players should return to the team this offseason to make another run at the title, and it was met by eye rolls and bewilderment. I mean, in my opinion, go ahead and eye roll. You're not as good. As, you're, like the guys are probably eye rolling were the ones who probably didn't do nothing, like like Trez, Lou. But they're pretty much the reason we were down in those games anyway because lose defense. Yeah. His offense wasn't that hot. Trez wasn't playing like six man of the year. No. Like if they gave the six man of the year award for the bubble, he's not top. He's not top five for it. He's not. I mean, you know what's something I don't get, and this might just be me being stupid. How did the Clippers have two guys in contention for six man of the year? Because wouldn't one of them be a seventh man then? They'd sub in at the same time. Oh, okay. They like like okay. last year especially before we had PG and Kawhi. I wasn't even asking to be a dickhead. I just honestly. Oh didn't yeah, know. no, dude, they they'd come in at the same right. time. I mean, come on, I mean, they're putting the best number from the bench. But like, back to your point of them rolling their eyes and stuff. Um, one again, we don't know if that's true or not. I mean, Shams a pretty good. He's pretty Shams solid. Is the second most reliable. Reliable, but I mean, you also hear reports about Paul George and Trez arguing during one of the games. Right. And I feel like if if anyone rolled the rise would be Wood or probably Trez, most likely, just because he seems like a bit of a hothead. He seems like a hothead, and I feel like it's probably him. I just can't see any. I can't see Shamit rolling maybe his Pat eyes. Maybe Pat Bev. I can't see Pat like because Pat Bev knows this is his best chance. This is the best team he's ever been on. All these guys know that. Like Paul George being like, they shouldn't as teammates. You should be there to pick a player up. You know what I mean? Not like Roy Rice if trying to. I mean, it sucks. You just lost Game Seven, and so on. It's like, oh, next year, next year, next year. But I mean, like, like these recent reports have made me think. Like, did the team just not like each other? There's like that's how it was. That's the case in 2015. That's Paul yeah. George, Johnny Jordan, Blake Griffin. They had no oh, Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris, well, I mean, that Paul. I mean, Chris Paul and, and Doc Rivers still was involved in that. Yeah. Love hate relationships there. Not wasn't gonna get a ring, but. I thought the chemistry for this team was good. But, like, then again, you don't know what's happening in the bubble behind the scenes. And I just feel like if you're a player, like, a role player, like Shamit, like Pat Bev, Lou, well, not Lou, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, you got Paul George and Quiet Letter. I mean, like, you have a shot to win this thing. How granted Paul George didn't play to his best this playoffs. Uh, as but, expected. As, well, yeah. But, I mean, like, dude, this is your best chance. Like, you shouldn't be hating on Paul George. Like, he's just trying to be optimistic right. and ready for next season. But, like, some of them, I just feel like, I don't know, they think they're better than they are. I love the Clippers. That was my whole thing about the Clippers, like I told you. Like, they just came off as a very cocky team that hasn't won anything outside of Kawhi. Well, they're confident. Like, cocky no, I get confident, confident. And they, like, they're dogs. Like, Clippers, um, I know you could probably agree with this, we're the, easily the most crapped on franchise, the most hated franchise, most slept on franchise. Well, I mean, we could, we could draft Jesus Christ and someone will still say, Lakers and seven. I mean, I feel like I mean, the yeah, reason for that is, is because be- we lose. Is because in it. fifty years you have no finals co- conference That's finals what I'm appearances. Saying. So like, these guys, they all play with chips on their shoulders. And if you're a Clippers fan, you kind of have a chip on your shoulder too, which is why I like talk trash and like get excited. But I mean, when I see Pat Bev doing the watching or like put up his finger for first team after strapping up Dame, which he did this season for like almost a game winning possession, like the like the Le, uh, the LeBron one, dude, that's awesome. I think they have the they have the best energy. If you're a fan of the Clippers, if you don't, if you like the Clippers, you hate them. Yeah, they're quick, all- quick side note: you have no reference of pre-Blake Griffin Clippers. That's really when we were like younger, so that's yeah. when his I mean, fandom Livingston, began. That's crazy. Li- Livingston, uh, he's a legend. Yeah, Clippers yeah, legend. That was the last squad before him. Yeah, pretty much. Livingston, he's a legend. He 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 probably would be 
top five all favorite Clippers would be Livingston. I used to hate Atlanta Warriors. I would forget he's a Clipper. I just because he got hurt and yeah. you just, you yeah, just he was for, out for a while. And you just forget that he was a Clipper because they drafted him. And yeah. you just you just forget. And then I'm like watching him in the Warriors. My eyes do like makes me mad. But then now I'm just thinking like he, he's a Clippers legend. I keep I always forget he's a oh, he's a Clippers. But I became like pretty much solely Blake Griffin. I was like a Blake Griffin like you know kids were worth like John Wall at that time and LeBron. My like my guy was like Blake Griffin. Yeah, they were just NBA Browns for the longest time. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's why it's so yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. And now I know you're not from LA, so like you can't like you're just from Philly. But they, the Clippers, also tried this offseason to act like they own LA now. Like they, I heard, I saw a reference to signs that they put up in LA, like basically shitting on the Lakers. Like, nah, I mean, the, they're, listen, they're, dude, they're, they're like sl- graffiti jerseys. Un- until you win, you are going to be, you're, it's, this is not even me hating the Clippers. You were going to be secondhand yeah, to this, yeah, to the no, Lakers. I agree. It's, it's a Lakers town. And they were getting cocky and putting up signs like, well, the city bleeds blue and shit. It's like, no, they don't. I mean, like, they had their one slogan, their thing with this year was LA our way because, like, LeBron obviously calls himself the king, self-proclaims himself as the king. This is his town, his team, even though it never will be. It's always going to be Kobe's. Well, yeah. I think it's AD's team right now, to be honest, but in my opinion. I think in my opinion, bro, AD's the best part of that it. team. I think that without AD, they're AD. But without, but without LeBron, they don't make the playoffs either. How far has AD gone in his career? He's, he has, he's they're only They're both one, as important. They're, yeah. right, they're equally as important. We take one away, and they're not in the playoffs. Simple as that, because outside of them two, yeah, but you take one it's away, not you a great take Paul George or Kawhi away, there's no playoffs. I feel like they would sneak in just because they had they had very good. I mean, you had two six man of the year yeah. candidates. Like the the Lakers outside of LeBron and AD is literally like, and not to get off track for a second. When I see Rajon Rondo throwing lobs at Dwight Howard in 2020, like I can't process Dwight's what I'm been saying. Great this year. He has been very good, honestly. We're seeing like, Rondo in the Lakers uniform. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's weird to see Rajon Rondo and Dwight Howard in Lakers uniform. Rondo's real. Right, it's so it's so weird, but uh, yeah. Outside of them, it's like a pretty pretty shitty team. I mean, like KCP, I don't think he's good at all. Danny Green has shit the bed for most of the year. Like that's why people like I, I know I sound bad as a Clippers fan saying Lakers aren't as good as I think they are, but like besides LeBron, I mean, I just why I can't like. I mean, the Lakers in a series with us, I really don't think they're gonna. They, I don't think they stood a chance. Personal, I, don't. I was gonna take I was gonna take them just because I never bet against LeBron unless he's going up against the seventy three and nine Warriors plus Kevin or Durant, Kawhi Leonard. He was. Who, who stops Davis? That's the main thing I would. Oh, I think that I think the Lakers. Now that the Clippers are out of it, like I said, I probably still would have taken the Lakers in like seven over the Clippers, or I could have saw the Clippers winning. It could have went either way, honestly. Yeah. And that's that is one thing that don't get me wrong. I'm sorry. I am very happy the Clippers lost, just despite you. But hey, the I, Sixers lost too. So on the both. other hand, I'm, I'm sad good. that we got robbed of seeing that series because I feel like that would have been a great it, series. It hurts. But I mean, I think now that they're gone, this is the this might be, and this is going to knock on wood, so I don't blow this. But this might be LeBron's easiest road no. to a championship. No, no. I disagree. Never. You I disagree? disagree? Miami years. You think Miami is going to give them a problem? No, Miami years. Oh, the Miami yeah. years. Yeah. But I do also think Heat and Boston can give them a problem. I the thing is, I think any of the three teams in the West, like the top three, use the Lakers or the Nuggets will will or would have beaten the Celtics or Heat and six. Tops. Actually, I think the first return to Cleveland year, because that's when they played Atlanta in the conference finals. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I don't yeah, see. Right. I that don't see. Out of <laughs> these last, 
out of these last three teams, I don't see one of them really posing a problem. I, I see don't. They, I go. I think Heat and Boston. I, I I think that they are about to either sweep or gentlemen sweep the Nuggets, and then. Well, gentlemen sweep. But, Nuggets could go four six. One. Three, four one. Uh, they were supposed to win last. I night. really don't they could think go six. I feel like that was their game to steal, and they failed it. I feel like that was I mean, supposed to be their game. I'm and not going to get it. I'm not going to sit here and say. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Nuggets are if if they get down three one, you never know. I mean, they seems like they kick into a different fucking gear when they get down three. I don't. I don't get it. Jamal Murray becomes Jordan. Yeah, and right. And Jokic becomes Will but Chamberlain with hundred points. Assuming level. the Lakers beat the Nuggets, assuming, and let's say they get the Heat. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Heat are very good, but who's Jimmy Butler? As much as I like him and wish he was on the Sixers, he's not sticking LeBron. He's LeBron, who's sticking him. LeBron's physically too big. LeBron will stick him. LeBron's physically way bigger than him. No, they'll they'll stick with zone. They'll, they'll, they'll stick with zone. They'll, yeah, they'll dare everybody else to shoot. Yeah, and then I mean, Which is bad, Bam out of Bayou has been good. They got but shooters is, on the Heat, bro. Is Bam out of Bayou handling AD? No, As a t- they're gonna run the zone. Run right, the zone. but it's the same gonna, way they stop Giannis. I, I think AD and LeBron is better than just Giannis. Well, yeah, but I'm say, I, I don't think it's as easy as you would imagine. I would if yeah. if that was I predict that to be the finals matchup, Heat versus Lakers. I agree. I would put Lakers in five. I, mean, I don't think Lakers should run zone because they got shooters and Lakers. Do they got? Yeah, killers. That, they play yeah. zone and they will outshoot the Lakers for at least two games. Yeah, and they're gonna light them up too. Maybe at least two shooters. games. It's crazy. Maybe I'm just running with the cliche narrative, but. Le- anytime I don't Le- blame you. Everyone's running with that Le- narrative. Everyone LeBron is that guy in the finals, and I mean, I'm not gonna argue that. The last time we saw him in the finals was against the fucking unfair Warriors. I mean, yeah. I feel like he's like again. This is just kind of like that bullshit where people are like, "Oh, he won't allow it." I really feel like he will not. If he gets to the finals and he's against one of these teams, he will not allow them to lose. I don't believe in that. I just because LeBron said, "Oh, we're gonna win." I don't. I mean, he's obviously one of the greatest of all time. I'll give him that. But um, I think he is. The if it was a series, uh, did you say the? Yes. Nah, no it, way, man. He doesn't believe yes. it. No shot. If if yes. LeBron wins the finals this year, is he not the goat yet? No. No. How, no. What does he? Let me ask you a question. Right, well, what does he have to do? I just think you can't top. What, you don't you think can't you can top, top Jordan. Let me. Let me. Let me. Can't. I've made. This I don't argument. think LeBron's the best player on his team. I'm not gonna say. I think AD right now is the best part of the Lakers. I think, right now. I think Le, well, Le, like LeBron was an MVP finalist. He was the runner up. Do you see the evolution of the player in the NBA? Okay, uh, yeah, I know, yeah. Like, what was I about? Oh. Like, LeBron's playing against, or if LeBron was in the 90s, oh, well, if LeBron, be, I mean, everybody else well, would look like a custodian. With the way he plays and cries, I don't think he, he cries about everything. I, mean, I don't think he... I always let, He's Carl Malone's size, who was it? but he runs like I think it was Michael Wilbon. He's a freak. Michael Wilbon said KD and LeBron wouldn't dominate the 80s. Oh, my God. Imagine, so for, stupid. For one second, I, and this is no knock on Jordan because it's just human evolution. Exactly. Humans get bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Bill Lambeer trying to knock around LeBron. Like All LeBron right. is well, 250 of pure muscle. Physically, probably not, but mental toughness and just all around toughness—they are tougher than. This is what I'm gonna. This is what multiple guys would be. I've made this argument so many times about LeBron, why I think he's over Jordan, but this is the quickest way I can condense it. By the time LeBron retires, he will be in front of Jordan in every single individual statistic. Individual, yeah. The only thing he will be behind—well, not MVPs, probably. The only thing he will be behind Jordan in is Finals. And finals MVPs probably. He'll have more finals appearances. More finals appearances. He will, he's there's a good chance that he goes down as the number one scorer ever. There's a good chance he. I think is he already in the top ten assists? He could crack. Yep. Hot. 
if he cracks top five and assists, people say he's not a scorer. Right. So like. If he's in front of Jordan in every single individual statistic, and the only thing he's behind in is rings, and let's ass- again, I'm assuming, and I'm going to knock on wood again, if he wins this year, he has four rings. He'll have two less rings than Jordan. Let's say maybe he picks one up, one more up before he retires. If he retired with five rings and above Jordan in everything, top scorer ever, top five in yeah. assists, most pl- he is the most playoff wins ever, most playoff field goals made ever, most playoff points ever. So all right, he's so got everything. Let's say in this made up scenario, Giannis goes to the Warriors. Oh my god! And then LeBron oh. goes. <laughs> wait, and then LeBron goes to the Warriors. And he gets three <laughs> more rings. And he has seven rings. Does that count out every Jordan no. big? Because everybody says the rings thing, and yeah. I think that's a goofy way to measure a player. Right. The only thing that Jordan is gonna have over LeBron by the time he retires is the team accomplishment. And again, this is not take away anything from Jordan. I think he's the second best ever, but. It's like, it's hard to argue against it when you really think about it. These people, and the whole thing is what you just said. Oh, Jordan had the killer mentality. LeBron has more playoff buzzer beaters than Jordan. Yeah. And people, the counter argument to that will be, oh, well, that's because Jordan's teams were never in a position to need him to do that. Yeah. Because Jordan was on the Warriors of his time. Mm-hmm. LeBron had to play against the Warriors. And first of all, I mean, th- I think that 2016... That ring is the most significant ring of all time. It holds the most weight. No, that's the biggest choke ever. That's the biggest oh, that's, choke. Well, yeah, that's that's way bigger. <laughs> you of a choke better, you, you better guys. leave us alone. I'll leave you alone on that. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were they were the best team ever. Seventy three nine, and they blew a three one lead in the finals. Yeah. That's way worse. I'll give you a pass on that one, obviously. But that is the most important ring ever to me. It holds the most weight. Like in in comparison, like I think KD's rings hold no weight, just about because he. Cop to play. That's not true. Nah, he won, bro. I mean, they. And they he, was he was the, by far the best player on those right. Two exactly. Rings. But he still ran from his his team and like, was I mean, a, a good team at that. Like a team that he left in the dust when he blew a three one lead. Okay, well, say KD joins Warriors. He's like the third option. That's average like ten points a game. Not really doing too much. Then yeah, he's ring chasing. They don't but mean, like, they don't the mean best, nothing. He's the best player. On I don't. The I don't mean they mean nothing. But like we can acknowledge that KD running to join the greatest team ever assembled. That ring means less. Was than he not the best player on those teams? Yeah, he was. And okay, your I feel man, like that kind of cancels it he, out. And your he, man did the same. Ex- he just joined. He, who, LeBron, South Beach, just the same thing. Let me did bro, the same exact thing. You think that's the well, same thing? Except, Bosch wasn't there yet. First, there are so many reasons why that's not the same thing. First of all. Look at that first Miami team. It's literally those three, and then the everybody heat, else. You're like, who? Also, the Heat were garbage. Nah, Ma- Mario Chalmers? He wasn't on the team. Mario Chalmers was okay. Like rookie, a bu- rookie Mario Chalmers. A bucket though. He was a Mario bucket. Chalmers was not even a bucket. Eric Spolcher, great coach. He was not in the Eric starting Spolcher's lineup. Eric Spolcher a good coach. Great coach. But the the Miami Heat were trash before LeBron got there. Like they were a poverty franchise. They're and not then, trash. They're not I mean, trash. Between 06 and LeBron, uh, what were they doing? They were nothing. They were a playoff team. They were like bottom, uh, maybe eight seed. Hey, like they were prime Wade and prime Bosch. First that's of all, and, this and LeBron, that's ridiculous. Another argument I I will make, and I think the stats support this, is except for like the first two years, Wade and Bosch were at the end of their primes. Like it's not like Wade was yes. It's not like LeBron got with 06 Wade, and like the same year Bosch, he got their primes lasted way shorter than LeBron's because LeBron mm-hmm. is like just a different breed. Yeah. Dwayne Wade, I'd say Wade probably had three years left in mm-hmm. prime. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
what LeBron was, it? was 25. That that second series against San Antonio, Wade and Bosch were were nowhere to yeah. be found in that yeah. series. They were not even in the one they won against San Antonio. They weren't great. Like so, it, and you know who they lost to in San Antonio, right? Kawhi, yes. <laughs> and apparently Kawhi clamped LeBron, even though LeBron <laughs> averaged like twenty eight. That's that narrative always got gets that Finals MVP. No, baby. I agree that F- you, you can you can see it though, right? But like, I, mean, I know you saw LeBron. Yeah, it's not something to miss. Yeah, and, and I know you saw LeBron. That video, that video is real, man. What, now him now something in? in Kawhi Leonard and LeBron was like, shit, damn, like this is it. Here, here like, comes this kid again. So. KD joined the greatest a team coming off the greatest record ever, and the team he left was a very good team who could have been in the finals that year had he not personally and Russell Westbrook choked and blew a three one lead to yeah. that team. Yeah, yeah. And, LeBron, and that's another one. That's another one. Right. Wait, that was conference finals, wasn't it? That was to the Warriors in the conference finals. Conference, yeah. Yes. Oh, so see, that's, so, that's worse so than us, man. KD, in the yeah, KD goes and does that. LeBron, on the other hand, the team that he left was a fucking dumpster fire. The biggest mishap to ever happen to LeBron was to get drafted by his hometown team yeah. because <laughs> the Cavaliers did nothing you know what, for I'll him give you that. in seven years. I'll give you that. I mean, like... It was... Look, LeBron... But if you're going to call, like, you made the reference as of, like, Paul George running to a new... going to a team and KD, I mean... I think KD is the worst also, ever I mean, Le- LeBron also ran from the grind, too. I just he think, didn't stay in grind. I think... Le- look, LeBron was faced with a choice when his contract was up. <laughs> I can either stay on this team that in seven years has paired me with no one besides 40-year-old Shaq and Mo Williams. Mo Williams. And what's the dude who uh, hung out with his mom? What's his name? Oh, Delonte West? Or, yeah, Delonte West. So he could either stay on a team that has gotten him absolutely, positively no help in seven years. Or team up with or go best Or friends. go try to win something. And, I mean, imagine if he would have stayed on the Cavs and he never won anything. He'd never amount to it. He would have never amounted to anything. Then maybe KD knew something that we didn't. I mean, I don't know. Again, KD was this close to being in the finals, and he yeah. blew it with the team he left. I mean, also, he's been to the finals, too, and lost with the same. How long was, with, how long was he with OKC? He was with OKC from 2007 to 2012 was their finals. Oh, uh, yeah. He, was, he got drafted by the Sonics in 07. It's, like, it's the same franchise. Yeah, same but, franchise. So 07, okay. And how long was LeBron with the Cleveland before he left? Uh, he got drafted in, what, 04? And, and, and he left in 03, and he left in 10. So about each seven years, right? It's the same time. The, yeah. And diff- KD has gotten there; he just couldn't win. So maybe he's like, I keep getting close and close. I just can't get the job done. I go try somewhere else. I mean, sure, he joined the. I get why it looks bad. I mean, I wasn't a fan of it to be honest. But I mean, like, at the end of the day, I mean, I I'm not going to slander it. I get that he was the best player on, on the, the team, team. But what are we going to do? Are we going to call Steph Curry, Clay Thompson role players? I mean, honestly, like, I mean, it's the two greatest shooters ever who K- just previously won seventy three games. If KD is on the team, they don't. Win the finals? He really? Did, I, no. What What pisses me off about that is it was set up to be such a great rivalry. The Heat, or not the Heat, the Cavs versus the Warriors. They KD did. threw it all off balance. It became unfair. Yeah. Like, because let's be honest, the Cavs would have won the finals in 2015 yeah. if Kyrie and Love were were healthy. I think we can all agree on that. LeBron pushed them to six with his second best player being Matthew. Now, that was the craziest. I'll give you that. That's a craziest. And, again, and this is like kind of this I've is seen. the kind of same thing that happened with Kawhi when he won Finals MVP. They give the Finals MVP to Andre Iguodala for yeah, slowing been, LeBron down. Should have been Steph. <laughs> LeBron averaged a 40 point near triple double. Like, in what world did Egadala have any effect on LeBron? 
like there was I, well, stopping him from getting 40 i guess <laughs> right like lebron was in contention to be the second player ever to win finals mvp on a losing team yeah and also people that want to hold lebron's finals record against him like hear me out how many times in history has it happened that like let's just take take the name out of it don't even think about lebron james what if i told you a player was going to go to the finals and he was going to lead both teams in points rebounds assists and just about average an average a triple double and he was still going to lose the finals would you say oh that was probably his fault <laughs> like what more can the man do he led both teams in every major statistical category two years in a row and his team still didn't help him out i mean yeah. look at 2018 uh ai's ai's uh sixers team that got to the finals is up there for one of the worst teams to ever make it and so is lebron's 07 team but yeah i literally think 2018 Cavs were the worst team to ever play in the finals i mean and he brought them there he i think that that was probably his best game 51 points i think it was eight rebounds or eight assists, like eight rebounds, sixty-one percent shooting, and then it gets bl- it gets fucking blown up because yeah. J.R. Smith forgets the <laughs> score. Like shit, like that just never happened in Jordan. Like LeBron's luck just stinks, and people, people, LeBron. I'm just, I'll end it on this. LeBron James is the only player ever that isn't allowed to have teammates. <laughs> Anytime his teammates do something good, it immediately is used against him. Well, like because, AD hits that shot last night, because and the, people are like, "Oh, it's AD's team, AD's team." I mean, I've been saying it. I've been saying it all year. I, I, think, I know you have. But I think he's the best player on that team. He is. He's Come the on. only player that isn't allowed to have his teammates help at all. He hit how many threes in a row? He went on. He went on a personal sixteen to nothing run against the Spurs well, in Game Six to get them back in the game, and then Ray Allen hit the one three that tied the game up, and people will say Ray Allen saved LeBron's ass. Bro, if LeBron right. didn't go on a 16-0 run alone, they wouldn't have been there. Well, to counter that, you, you bronsexual is just like my friend Qua. Shout out to my friend Qua. Like, like, you guys say, oh, he's <laughs> this. I've never heard that. you never heard that term? Yeah, <laughs> they call the Bron fans. Bronsexual. Oh, like, you guys proclaim him as a goat, the king, the best ever yeah. do it. No one can compare to him. Well, and the, then, Jordan like, can compare to him, for sure. But like you say, you can't have team. Like uh, it's just like you, then you cry wolf. I mean, come, I mean, you cry like. You, how you come cry. no one ever holds uh, Jordan? How come no one ever holds Steve Kerr's shot in the finals, or John Paxson? No one ever brings those shots up when talking about Jordan. It's never oh Steve Kerr saved Michael. It's never that, and because guess what he didn't. Michael's teammates were allowed to also make plays occasionally. Yeah, I'll give you that. I don't like how they say the Gray Allen got in the ring. I mean, right? But I mean. If Ray, it's like if, if it's Le- a weird point because if he misses that shot, obviously right. he doesn't win. But right. I mean, if LeBron, no one did, wins. If LeBron no one didn't wins. do what he did in that game, that three puts them down thirteen. Like, and it means yeah. nothing. It's he's. But I mean, you got you got to give it to people who say it because like I, when LeBron doesn't perform to do his top thing, like 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 the fourth quarter last night, he was atrocious. Yeah, he played kind of like PG and Kawhi. I think that the thing is that idea they lose the game. They since, don't win we're, that game. since we're living in the era of watching LeBron, and like people our age at least, we didn't get to watch Jordan. So to us, to us, he's just this like mythic creature who we see all of his highlights and we watch the last dance and we, you know, you look on YouTube and what are you going to see? You're going to see his 63 point at the garden and his flu game. And yeah, he got game. the same treatment when he was right. playing. You Right. Yeah. So like people our age, at least the only thing we know is Jordan's high moments. We see everything with LeBron. When never, sh- never missed a shot. Right, right. That's how people look at him. Like when LeBron struggles, we're all there watching LeBron struggle. We don't see that with Jordan because we're only watching his highlights. They're not gonna. You're not gonna find someone replaying the game that Michael Jordan had 
12 points and didn't play that well. Well, again, to the argument, when you guys proclaim him as a GOAT and the best player of all time, this, that, the other thing, think he's second coming of Jesus Christ when it comes <laughs> to basketball, he has a bad game, he's going to get shit on. It, yeah. it, it, rightfully so, well, because I agree. he proclaimed himself as the king, and you proclaim him as the king and the GOAT. So when, right. he, has a, when he has a bad game, you're going to hear it. Right, and I'm just sure like the Clippers, just like us losing. We thought we proclaimed ourselves the champs. We thought we were going to win. We lost. We got shit on. But LeBron calling himself king, and you guys, he's like, go, oh, he's this, he's that. And he plays bad. I he, think he's he just rightfully ampl- so he gets crap. It's on. amplified because it's, it's the he, social media era. Yeah. If Jordan was around, if social media was around during Jordan's run, he probably would have got the same treatment. But I just want people our age to remember that at the end of the day, we see LeBron go through his highs and his lows, and we only see Jordan's highs. Like they weren't gonna mm. again. They weren't gonna put a like ten point performance from Michael Jordan in the Last Dance because no one cares about that. We want to yeah. see, we want to see the the mythical moments. Like, and look, guess what? LeBron also one day we're gonna look back, like when we're not in the moment anymore. We're all gonna realize how truly great LeBron really was. I'm not. I'm, I'm looking at Kawhi Leonard. Like Clippers get like the ring. Co- Kobe's no longer yeah. a volume shooter. <laughs> like <laughs> people look for. Every every at every turn, people are looking to discredit LeBron. The other night, when Bam Adebayo had that block against Jason Tatum, Crazy. the immediate argument was, "Is this the greatest block ever?" It might not be the greatest hot block in a Heat jersey. Right. right. Well, first of all, I mean, that looked eerily similar to when LeBron. And I know this is this yeah, is not Tiago Splitter. Yeah, that's why I, I know Tiago Splitter is yeah. no uh, Jason Tatum. But how are you going to sit there with a straight face and tell me the greatest block in NBA history isn't LeBron in the finals? Down, down on Andre. He, tw- he hit 23 <laughs> miles an hour on the court. Like watching that live was insane because he yeah, wasn't I even he wasn't even in the frame when Iggy was out like the foul on. Yeah, seven. that was crazy. Dude, like when you think about the moment, that's the greatest block ever. He, I mean, he runs him down at 23 miles an hour and blocks him to win the like, and then they go on to win the I, game. That's a cool block and all, but can he do it with one finger like I did? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was banging too. <laughs> one with the middle finger. That was. So he ba- said F you and blocked it. Like. LeBron's block is the greatest ever because of the moment. Like, if that was just a normal game and, like, a random part in the game, it probably wouldn't be top top block ever. But you got to consider the weight of it. Like, again, people just look for every every reason to discredit him. I mean, didn't you say you think Kawhi Leonard is over him? Like, all time? Or you said... No, right, right now, yeah. You said... Right now, I think Kawhi Leonard is the best... is better than basketball than LeBron. Right I now. think he's a better scorer. I think I, he's stronger. I think he's I better on defense. I would just like to ask you, and we're going to wrap up in a couple minutes... But um, you said when Kawhi, when Giannis won the MVP, he statistically, he statistically was the best player in the NBA. Right. Okay. I'm not. I'm not even going to disagree. Without you, Giannis, that team is bad. You texted me and you said this is the beginning of the end for LeBron. LeBron is currently averaging 27, eight and eight on 50 something percent shooting and like almost 40 percent from third. Well, I remember that was because he's a, he's a, he's a mental case like. First, he comes out and says it doesn't bother me. It doesn't matter. Then he says after the game, I'm pissed off. Well, he should be pissed off. I feel like he deserves I mean, more. Bro, I don't think should, he deserves the a, win. That's the difference between him and the Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi don't care about MVP. Obviously, he sits out of the game. He cares about Finals MVP and getting a ring. LeBron wants to pad stats. He wants to oh, get the MVP. To, I'm just saying, bro. Not to get too deep, but the fact that LeBron's not like. I don't know, almost in like a mental asylum because he's had a camera in his face since he was like 15 and he's been right. built up to this yeah. thing. He's actually lived up right. to it, which is like the craziest part. Well, the, the right, hype. that's the, yeah. that's the craziest I mean? part about LeBron James as a person. There's never been like, a more yeah. hyped high school athlete than LeBron the, and he exceeded the expectations. The, like criticizing like what he says like off the court and stuff, I don't really like 
to validate it just because right. like you have this like ungodly amount of pressure like yeah all this stuff like people saying stuff about you like left and right like you're not supposed to be normal and he seems like somewhat normal for being yeah. what he is but uh yeah all right um basically to wrap up before we do let's get finals predictions everyone here did i want all three of us oh, to pick a team damn. who's winning the finals Man. colton ah uh, come on i gotta go it's an east team east he's gonna pick win one it. of the pick one of them who do you think wins that series who wins the finals miami heat. okay miami, miami heat taylor miami who do you got lakers in six against heat lakers in five against the heat all right so uh colton I would like to thank you for being on here today, thank man. You. You're more than welcome to join us anytime. The, n- the next time I'll be back is after the Clippers get their ring. I'll be wearing my ring to the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. The show. All right, thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't thank forget you. to tune in. Uh, we're going to have uh, an update posted on Twitter about Seamus maybe doing a show on Wednesday. Stay tuned. If not, I'll talk to you on Monday. Thank you.